how is your daily life uh, in Taipei? It's not different. We still can party, still can go to bar, still can go to more. Oh wow! Don't they? They don't really have the um, people number control. No. Taiwan. This is a country where you can still go to party and still go to bars. And in this episode, we have a special guest. It's Lin. She's living in Taiwan. And Taiwan has been one of the most successful places in the world dealing with COVID-19. So Lin has never experienced a lockdown like in Germany. And as I conducted this interview in the end of March, restrictions differ a little bit from the current situation. So... Lynn is 36 and she's planning her wedding with 300 guests. If that is really possible and how Lynn is experiencing this pandemic in a country with almost no corona cases at all is what we discuss in this phone call of the Red Telephone. A title in some ironic reminiscence to the hotline between Moscow and Washington during the Cold War. A podcast where I call people around the globe that I have met abroad. With some I have studied, others joined me spontaneously for a few days during traveling, and with others I just had a chit-chat for a few minutes in some random hostel around the world. Nevertheless, each of them has an individual, personal story to tell about this last pandemic year. This project wants to give each of them a voice to tell their story. And as we can't travel in real life, why not travel via phone calls? This is the podcast Red Telephone, and I'm Valerie, a freelance journalist and honored to be your host. Grab yourself a tea, relax, and sit down with us for a chat. Like you can, you can have this big party and marriage party with 300 people, and and you can plan the whole thing. I think this is something brides can't really do right now in in Europe, as we have this whole pandemic. And when it really started. Did you have like a huge wave at the beginning or was that ever a real problem? Did you ever had a lockdown in some way or did it just smoothly run through it? We have some some government policy that we can't have like a big ceremony. We have to gather people under 100 people. But now... Yeah, it's very close to have a lockdown, but no, it didn't happen. The Taiwanese a very nervous personality, so people are taking this very seriously. Yeah. When the government tells us to wear masks, we all wear masks. So Taiwan is an island where around 23 million people are living, and the Taiwanese started to proactively wearing face masks even before they had to. And um, this is leading to a very impressive statistic. So we have only around 700 confirmed cases in total and seven deaths. This is due to early and strict border controls. Foreign visitors have been banned and there is even a mandatory quarantine for all Taiwanese when they return home. And is that also the case with the like uh, distancing thing as uh, here the, there are rules where, like wearing the mask and uh, keeping like uh, 1.5 meters of distance? Is this also a thing? Yes, at the beginning. But now, at the beginning, the restaurant will say your table. You can sit with other group. You have to uh, move the desk apart more than before. But now, return to the old days. So, and we used to do that 
Now let me wash your hands more often. So I can I cannot imagine that you like your country your city the lockdown can go out on night. I I can imagine that. I think it's because Taiwanese personality is like uh, it's easy to get nervous. Not only did the Taiwanese people get nervous, they quickly began to adapt to the crisis. So Taiwan started to pivot its manufacturing industry. Now they are exporting ventilators, protective visors, and even machines that make face coverings. Can you remember when the first notifications went around the world, like your first corona cases in Taiwan? Can you remember this time and how the people reacted? First time? Oh, oh, our, yeah, Taiwanese media, news on TV, they were reported this situation like very, very, uh, very horrible. So people were scared, very scared. Then people start to, uh, purchase the mask. So at the beginning, we cannot purchase our mask. It's hard to get that. So, so people will try to connect the like, uh, friends in America to buy the masks, to buy anything can protect us healthy. Yeah, that's the, on the first, that's at the first. Uh, now, government provides a lot of masks. Taiwan has become one of the world's largest face mask suppliers to countries in Europe and the US, as Taiwanese factories remained open. Taiwan has a high-quality healthcare infrastructure, and it's ranked ninth in the world, according to the International Healthcare Index. And of course, this has helped to fight the pandemic. Are they for free, or do you have to, to pay for them? Yeah, we have to pay for that, but it's cheap. At the beginning, it's higher, because government didn't have enough, didn't have enough number for everyone. But we have to buy the mass like a, People can buy only five masks for a week. Over time, we can have uh, 14 masks for two weeks. That means every day we have uh, one new mask. So now, like, uh, yeah, now it's still 14 masks for two weeks. And yeah, the price good. is very low. Yeah, the price is very low, like uh, maybe 1.5 US dollar. I think we started to sell them for this price around three months ago, maybe, I would say. Three, four months ago, it really started to be selling in a huge number so that really everyone can access them and uh, really wearing them every day. So we took a lot of time to order them, to get them as, as producing and, and getting them as uh, really quite difficult because everyone wanted them i mean like this pandemic is on the whole world even though it's very different in each country but everyone wanted to have the masks so that took a lot of time here <laughs> to organize that and is there something like like testing uh, that you get tested for the virus often or is that just checking the temperature and that's it usually just taking the temperature of if you I think in some situation, like you fly by to Taiwan, you have to uh, have the test that's uh, provided by the government. So when you uh, just get in the airport gate, they will test 
to you and you have to quarantine for 14 days. So they don't, and plus seven yeah. days, Yeah, you have to self-control. So totally it's a 21 day quantity. Oh, wow. What, what are the seven days about? So 14 days of quarantine and... Yeah, you have to, like, you have to go to your home quantity, not really the quantity hotel or the government place. No. You, uh, when you finish the 40 day quantity, you have, and you can go back home, but you have to stay at your home for seven days. Oh, wow. So, really. Yeah, they really make sure that you cannot get infected anyone. Yeah, so that's like making sure, sure. That's a long time. Did you travel the last year? No, I haven't traveled for over a year. Because if we travel around to other countries, when we get back, we have the quantity, 21 yeah. days. It's not easy for like me, have a work. Our company will not allow this. you leave. You work like 21 day up. So thanks a lot, Lynn, for taking me along the road, how Taiwan is dealing with this whole pandemic. And I wish you all the best for your marriage. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>